You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello, my fellow traveler, and welcome to Travel Talk Weekly. This is episode number 139. Robin Carey Stewart here coming to you from the Creating Magic Vacation Studio here in the furnace we call Orlando, Florida. And on this episode, we are talking about the absolute hottest trend in travel, and that is cruising. We have never seen demand like this in our 15 plus years in the industry. And that reminded me of this because last November we were at an event called Cruise World, and that is a cruise industry event for travel agents. And we were listening to the CEO of Royal Caribbean, a man by the name of Richard Fain. And here is what he told us directly. 2023 will be the biggest year ever for the cruise industry. Now, he was saying this in November of 2022. And not only was he right, but based on what we are seeing, 2024 is going to be even bigger. And it's been really great to see how many people are going on some amazing cruise vacations and ones on ships that you may not have ever heard of before. That's interesting that you say that because I just learned a a statistic from an organization we belong to. It's called CLIA, and that is the Cruise Line International Association. It's basically a lobbying and training organization for the cruise industry. They are predicting that this year in 2023, by the end of the year, 31.5 million people will go on a cruise somewhere in the world. And then by 2027, that number will jump to 39.5 million. So yes, this industry of cruising is doing better than ever. And they really deserve it after being unfairly shut down for longer than they really needed to be. I couldn't agree more. They were ready to open a year before they were allowed to. We'll leave it at that. But today's episode is all about a cruise line we have dreamed about for over a decade, and that is Silver Sea. But before we get into that, let's take a quick second and point out one of the biggest mistakes that people make when looking to book their cruise. And that is for both new and experienced cruisers alike. Don't make this mistake. And that mistake is they just look at the cruise fare, you know, the price they pay for the cruise not on what else they will spend money on while actually on their cruise. Yeah, and the cruise lines know this. And we're really trained, our brains are trained to just look for that, what's that upfront cost for just about anything and everything that we buy? Not ongoing costs, we get that. And two big categories would be when you buy a house or a car. Exactly. And we have a saying in the cruise industry, and this has been around for some time now, some people pay more to get off the ship than they do to get on the ship. And what that means is the amount of money they spend while on the cruise is more than the original fare that they paid for the actual cruise itself. And the cruise lines know this. And so if you ever go to price out a cruise on their website, especially the consumer websites, we see things a little bit different on the travel agent side. It will list just the fare per person. And it always is that lead in, which is the lowest category cabin that gets advertised. And so a lot of times I'll have people saying, oh, well, I can get this cruise for this much. And my answer is my number's the exact same. Sometimes it's better. I say, just click through all the way. And pretty soon it's going to be adding on those port fees and taxes and gratuities. What you see up front isn't always representative of what you will be paying, even on the front end. So let's give you an example. And this is a seven night cruise fare. This is on the very, very, very low end of $500 per person. 
Now that sounds good, right? But here's some things it does not include in this example. Your drinks, adult and otherwise, shore excursions, specialty dining. You want to dine in that really nice, really cool steakhouse or the upscale Italian restaurant, that'll cost you more. Also Wi-Fi, because of course you have to show your pictures on Instagram while you're cruising so that your friends are jealous. You know how that whole FOMO works. Well, then let's talk about those drink packages. On a cruise, typically you have your standard coffee, some juices that are really sugary juices, and just like tap water-ish. So a lot of people want to get the drink packages so that they can have sodas or fancy coffees or some of those adult beverages. So let's say you're going to end up paying $80 per person per day for that drink package. And that is at a good deal. We're just kind of averaging what some of the the cruise lines have. For a drink package that includes adult bevies, I think that is on the low end. So now we take $80 per person per day and multiply that times seven. So that's $560 per person times two. So that adds up quick. And right there, you're at $1,120 on top of that really awesome cruise fare you had at $500 per person, plus your port fees and taxes. We are cranking up this number. But what are you going to do at the ports that you visit? We call those shore excursions. Some cruise lines now include them, and some also include gratuities. So here's our pro tip. Don't just look at the cruise fare. Look at all of the additional expenses, the other things that you're going to spend money on during your vacation. So now let's talk about some fun stuff. I know we are very excited for the upcoming trips that we have coming up before the year ends. I mean, this is crazy. This is more trips we have in a row than we've had I can in recent memory. Yeah, so we have four cruises on the books for the rest of 2023. Next week, we're going to be on the Disney Wonder to Alaska. Then we're home for a week. Then we hop over to Port Canaveral for a short four-night Disney cruise. But this one's on their newest ship, the Disney Wish. And we've been waiting to go on this one. So super excited about that. And the irony is that our Disney Wish getting canceled last summer is why we got a really good deal on the Disney Wonder for Alaska. So it all worked out. We also have our Disney Agency Owners Conference. It's called Earmarked, and that's in October. In the beginning of November, we're going back to Fort Lauderdale for Cruise World, as we mentioned earlier in the show. And another travel conference in early December in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. That will be our first time there. And then recently, we just added a third cruise in October, and that will be on Scenic. And it's like one of their kind of cool yachts. So it's their we're excited. six-star yacht, and we're going to be cruising from Bermuda to Miami. But the one we are the most excited about, I think very excited, yeah, I'd say most excited, that is our topic this week, and that is our Thanksgiving cruise aboard Silver Sea. If you haven't heard of them, stay tuned because they are at the top of the top when it comes to luxury. And if you had heard of them, you probably already knew that fact. Have you sailed with them? Or maybe you haven't heard about them at all. This is a cruise line we've been talking about going on for, I know it's been over 10 years, probably closer to 15, but the stars never aligned. The opportunity never came up. Yeah, we've sent many, many clients on Silver Sea and they all come back raving fans and repeat clients. But for us personally, that is all about to change because we will be going ourselves. And this is our Thanksgiving cruise. It is a nine night sailing round trip from Fort Lauderdale, November 20th through the 29th. And so Thanksgiving's right in the middle. And you and I love doing cruises over Thanksgiving. And let's let our listeners know they can join us. It really is one of the best weeks of the year to go. And we've done it two times in the past. One time we did a seven night sailing out of Tampa on Norwegian. And the other was we were sailing Windstar from San Juan, Puerto Rico. 
which is one of the stops on our Silver Sea cruise coming up for Thanksgiving. So Silver Sea has a very small fleet of ships. For our cruise, we will be on the Silver Shadow. The capacity is about 380 guests, but get this, the crew is 300. So that is one of the best crew to guest ratios in the industry. And a big reason we're excited about that crew to guest ratio is that we will have our own personal butler, not a cabin steward. We'll have that as well, but we've never cruised with a butler. So who is Silver Sea? Here's a little bit to help you get to know them. So they are one of those truly all-inclusive experiences at sea. And here's a little write-up from their website. Begin your ultra-luxury cruise as soon as you leave home with our executive private transfer service, including airfare. Then once on board, you'll enjoy 24-hour gourmet dining, butler service, superb entertainment, and premium alcoholic beverages that Silver Sea is known for, as well as a complimentary shore excursion every day. Now, they do offer two types of this all-inclusive There's one that is port to port, which is just a fancy way of saying you show up at the port and then you get back and how you get to and from the port is on your own. This is where it gets really kind of cool and interesting. And this is the door to door. So that means they pick you up in a private car at your home and take you to your airport and your airfare is included in this package. Then once you arrive, you get off the plane they have another private transfer from that airport to the port. And then you get the reverse all the way until you are back home when you get back from your cruise. Stay tuned to the end to learn the pricing of the exact cruise that we are taking. And I have to say, I was actually a little surprised to learn that Silver Sea has 13 ships. I don't know why I thought they had about nine or 10. But anyway, they sail to over 900 destinations and all seven continents. And one of my favorite itineraries that they offer is their Alaska sailings. Now tell me that doesn't sound incredible. If you want to go and experience Alaska, the price is pretty good. For our cruise, we're visiting four amazing ports of call, three of which we've never been to. So we kick off this cruise with a relaxing sea day. I think we have a few on the front end, Yeah, we right? do have two on the front Because we are end, going yeah. a little bit further south. And then we will stop in only one of the ports that we've been to already. We've been there multiple times, and we do love it, and that is San Juan, Puerto Rico. And we are in San Juan from 9 a.m. that day until 6 p.m., so a good amount of time. And while there, we have three included shore excursions to choose from. And because it's part of the United States, you can use your cell phone just like you can at home. Okay, I know that's not a selling point, but there really is so much to do there. Yeah, one of the ones that is being offered is a walking tour through Old San Juan. It's just like a three-hour walking tour. We've we've done that kind of self-guided. We did that kind of on our own. It, it is a lot of walking. You're going to be walking on cobblestone streets and some stairways and things like that. Definitely some hills. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> if, you, if you're not a walker, this one, probably not for you, but the next one is. And that is the best of historical and modern San Juan. So this one involves mostly driving to a few locations. So definitely better if you don't want to do a lot of walking or you have mobility issues. And that's the first of four port stops in a row. So four days in a row, we are in different places. So on the next day, we are in Gustavia St. Barthelemy. I think that's how you say it. It's spelled Barthelemy, but I think it's Barthelemy. Now this one, we're there for a long time. That is from nine in the morning until 11 at night with five different included shore excursions to choose from. 
And that is something that's unique about these smaller ships is that they can be in port a little bit longer. And so you get a little more opportunity to experience that destination. So in this case, 11pm, that is really, really late. I'm really excited about this one because we've never been here. And that's what we love about traveling, exploring new destinations. Now, I already looked at the five included choices for shore excursions, and I think we're going to pick the semi-sub-exploration. I would say it's very similar to the submarines they have at Disneyland, where the top of the boat stays, you know, kind of the top of the water, but stairs lead you down to glass windows to look out and view all of the amazing sea life there. Yeah, I think we've done this in Hawaii as well. It's pretty cool. That does sound familiar, but, but we've never done it in Gustavia. Now, the next day... We're going to do a little island hopping here. So St. John's and then also Antigua and Barbuda. This is going to be kind of like a fun explore the islands. We've done this in the Southern Caribbean before. Again, new destinations but for not us. Exactly, not this destination, but we will be there from 8 in the morning till 6 at night with, again, five choices on shore excursions. I think I already picked one for us, and that is the Zipline Adventure. Yeah, this one is going to be really, really great just going through the rainforest and doing that experience is something, again, when you're in the Caribbean, you got to do these things. And this is a half-day zipline excursion. Again, it's included. Next, we're going to head over to the British Virgin Islands as opposed to the U.S. Virgin Islands. So you can't use your cell phone there unless you're going to pay a lot of money. That's right. And that stop is Yost Van Dyke. And this is the shortest of our stops. This is from 8 in the morning until 2 in the afternoon. In Joost van Dyk, two of the three included choices were snorkeling, and I'm just not a big snorkeler. So I think we're going to pick cruising Joost van Dyk, where we just go around, see some of the little different harbors and and keys around there. We're going to go to Tortola, where we're going to go see Little Harbor and Diamond Cay, or Key, depending, you know, people call it Key, you know, Castaway Key, Perfect Day at Coco Cay, but, you know, it's C-A-Y. And also we're going to head over to Tortola. That's a very relaxing two and a half hours just cruising around and seeing the islands. So we have some great destinations on this particular cruise. And because the ship is smaller, we're going to be going into some ports where we won't have the big ships, which makes it really nice and a lot less crowded. But also on board, they have a very upscale experience. So on Silver Sea, you can expect that, yes, people will probably get a little more dressed up for dinners, which you and I kind of like. They will have lectures on board. So during the day, you have things that you can do. Some of the things they won't have, though, is you're not going to have those big Broadway shows on board. This is more smaller yacht-type cruising. So on the two days down and two days back on sea days, let's talk about the different choices of restaurants. And I have to say their main restaurant, I have no idea how they came up with the actual name of this restaurant, but it is very, very creative, and it's called The Restaurant. That's literally the name. And it says, enjoy continental and regional specialties as well as sweeping ocean views because this is their main dining room. If you like French cuisine, you're probably going to spend time in La Dame, which is their French restaurant. Yeah, so you definitely have multiple dining options. And one of the things that is really nice, though, is because everything is included, your specialty coffees, your sodas, your beer, wine, cocktails, whatever you want, Once you get on board, you don't have to worry about, okay, do I need to tip extra? Do I need to have an onboard account for lots of extra things that I'm going to be buying that I can have prepaid? So I know where we're going to be spending a lot of time, and that is the Italian restaurant called La Terrazza, and that is at the back of the ship. So you can enjoy a nice 
a nice open air dining experience. And then the final restaurant is called The Grill, and that's on the pool deck. And guess what they do there? They're going to grill. They're going to grill things. And who knows what, but we're excited for it. Yeah, one of the things about the smaller ships, and especially with Silver Sea, is they take great pride in their culinary team. And so the chefs on board are going to be making things that definitely are a next level when it comes to a dining experience. I know where we're going to be spending some time. That is, if you appreciate good cognac or premium cigars, make sure you visit the Connoisseur's Corner. They have a great selection of cigars and different liqueurs. I think another first is they actually have a nice little fitness center. I think we're going to get in a couple workouts while we're there. But also with the size of this ship being relatively small, they even have a casino on board. Yeah, it'll be a very small casino. But for some people, when they are doing those smaller luxury ships, some of them don't have casinos. Maybe it's a casino or a, a casinet. Yeah, we don't know. We, we will, will find out, though. and We cannot wait to sail with Silver Sea. Yeah, so this first class experience, the price may kind of surprise you because like we talked about at the very beginning with our pro tip, when you're talking about a Silver Sea, everything is included. So you have those two choices. You can do the port to port or you can do the door to door, which also includes air. I think if we didn't live relatively close, you know, we're a few hours from Fort Lauderdale, we'll probably either fly down or take the the Brightline high speed train that'll be open by then. If we were farther away, if we were in the Midwest, like where I grew up in St. Louis or where you grew up in Denver, I would probably use the port-to-port service at that point. Absolutely. And you can always upgrade it to first class if that is your choice of how you travel. I would highly recommend it. Of course. Okay, so let's break down a little bit of the pricing. We'll use our cruise as an example. The port-to-port pricing, and again, port-to-port just means cruise only. That starts at $54.50 per person. And then if you choose the door-to-door... That is 6800 per person. But let's do a little more of a fair comparison because this is a nine-night sailing. And so if we go back and compare, I'm going to say Alaska, and you do a seven-night Alaskan cruise compared to a seven-night Alaskan cruise on, let's say, a mass market ship. With Silver Sea, you will pay about 5500 per person. That's kind of like an average rate for Alaska with one of the mass markets. So say even like a celebrity or even our Disney cruise, our Disney cruise in concierge, which is probably going to be about $9,000 per person. And that doesn't include your shore excursions. Right. So keep this in mind that you know, we're cruising on the Disney Wonder with the concierge, but that's a place we go to. The concierge doesn't come and you know do our butler service. So for less money than concierge clash on Disney, You can do butler service, including everything, and they even restock the bar in your cabin every single day to your preferences. You can do that for less than concierge class on Disney. The bottom line is before you say, you know what, I don't think that Silver Sea is in my budget, but if you like that style of travel, definitely work with your travel advisor and do a fair comparison. There are a lot of things that are included with Silver Sea, and I think that at least for me personally, once I've done these smaller ships where there's fewer people, I kind of like them better. I do too. And I'll give you a couple examples Two come to mind. One is the Windstar cruise we did over Thanksgiving a couple of years ago. And also that had about maybe 190 people on board and about the same number of people. We were on board Royal Clipper, part of the Star Clippers fleet when we sailed from Venice to Rome. The small ship experience is 
vastly different than the big ships that carry thousands of people. You really get to know your fellow passengers, and that's one of the best things about the size of these ships. In addition to the places you can go, you can't go with the big ships. Yeah, and there's a time and a place for all the ships in our books. So if we can help you, or if one of our Creating Magic Vacations travel advisors can help you find the perfect cruise, please reach out. And remember this, a passport full of stamps is better than a house full of things. And we hope you never stop exploring and try something new like Silver Sea. Silver Sea.